It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Many people believe that teens today face more challenges than any other generation before. What do teens today think about sex? Who are their role models? What impact is social media having on our teens? What are their thoughts on the rise in teen suicides? And what do teens really want from their parents? Well, we're all about to find out. This morning, we put together a panel comprised of four teens from diverse backgrounds to talk about some of the more pressing issues teens face today. To find out more about the show or to join the conversation this morning, visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Joining us on our team panel is Isaac. Isaac will be heading off to his freshman year of college in the next few weeks. Also rounding out our panel is Emily, Devin, and Anna Maria. They are all looking forward to their senior year of high school later this month. It's my pleasure to welcome our team panelists, Isaac, Emily, Devin, and Anna Maria to Sunday Morning Magazine. Thank you. Hello. All right, good. So first of all, let's start off. Let's find out a little bit about your home life. Do you you come from a single-parent family, double-parent family, blended family? What's your situation? Who wants to go first? I can start. Okay. Isaac. I live with my parents, mom and dad. And uh, I have an older brother, but he's moved out now. I'm getting ready to move out, moving to college. All right, awesome. All right, next. Uh, I have with my mom and dad and two sisters. My older brother moved out a while ago, and just my senior year next year, moving out, going to college. Looking forward to that. All right, somewhat. All right, <laughs> all right. Thank you, Devin. Um, Anna Maria. Uh, I live with my mom and dad, and I'm the oldest. I have a little brother and a little sister. And next year I'll be moving out, and I'm really excited for that. All right. And that leaves Emily. Um, I live with my mom and my dad. Um, I have a younger sister and two little brothers, and I have a dog. (laughs) Good, good. So let's talk about some of the activities you guys are involved in after school, because I know you all do extracurriculars, um, sports, clubs, and all that kind of stuff. What are you guys into? Emily, I know a little bit about you, so what's going on in your world? Um, I do theater and drama at Macaulay, and I'm also involved. I sing with vocal ensemble, and I do a lot of performing and a lot with the arts at Macaulay. And I also I also do a lot with um, I help with like the religious stuff because Macaulay is a Catholic school, and so I am a retreat leader. So I lead girls on retreats throughout the year. Okay, all right. Next on the spot is Devin. Devin, I hear you're a sprinter, right? Yeah. Um, I'm running track my freshman year, but mostly after school. Uh, what I do is I do the sound system at my church, and also in the teen choir, I play the piano. And I've also played the trumpet through my school. I'm just a musician, basically. A lot of my uh, family, we play a lot of instruments. My sister plays violin. My other one plays guitar. My brother plays drums. We're like our own little band. All right, good. All right. So maybe you and Emily need to get together. <laughs> she can sing and you can play the piano and the trumpet and the violin and everything. All right. All right. Anna Maria. Um, I go to performing arts downtown. So my major there is costuming and I, I sew, I 
paint and stuff, like all the costumes for our shows and stuff. It takes up a lot of my time after school. And Isaac, I understand that you uh, have traveled. Um, you you do a little singing or whatnot. Yeah. And you've traveled around the world, right? Yeah. Tell we, me a little bit about that. I'm in the Glee Club. So we went to, two years ago, we went to Austria and Switzerland. And then just this year, we went to Ireland. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So let's talk about college. What are your plans for college? Anybody plan to go to college? Tell me what's going on. And we'll start with Isaac because he is actually headed to college really soon. Yeah, I move in the 24th up at Ohio University. I'm going to be studying media studies, recording, producing music. All right, good, good. Devin? Looking at uh, University of Cincinnati. I took a tour there. I like their business program that they have. I'm one to major in business, be an entrepreneur. Okay. Emily? I don't really want to stay in Cincinnati. I want to move away for college. Um, I'm looking to go into journalism, and I also want to do a double major in theater, so I can keep doing that as well. Okay, good. Anna Maria? Um, I would like to go to DAP. That's my goal right now for fashion design. Or I'm looking at other schools like in California and stuff. All right, so let's talk about um, real-life role models. Are there people, everyday people in your life that you look up to? Do you have role models, anyone? I have a role model, but it's my – I have a drama director at school who – she's, like, younger, and so she's, like, more of, like, a friend than, like, a teacher, but she's just someone who, like, I would like to be, like, when I'm older. Oh, that's sweet. Anybody else? Devin, what about you? I see my parents. I see a lot. They – inspire me a lot to do better and push forward and just do my absolute best. Even as a little kid, when I think something was too hard, I try to give them, my mom wouldn't let me. She told me just keep on trying and I'll eventually get it. Uh, I, I I would like to have that aspect one day just to never give on, up on what I'm trying to do. All right. Isaac, what about you? Any role models? Uh, I'm a big fan of Bob Dylan. I just kind of like the person he is. He's a really cool dude. If I could be like him in the future, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> Love it. Um, Anna Maria? Um, I really look up to my grandma. I think she's always been a really supportive person and very determined, so I'd like to be like her when I'm older. Okay, so Isaac, he kind of touched on this, but, you know, can celebrities can celebrities be role models or not? To me, it just depends on how you look at it as a certain person. I don't think I could say whether it can be or not because I'm not everybody. Everybody looks at things differently. But for me, I would say, yeah, it depends on who you look at and how you look at them and what they've done. Okay, Isaac? I think a lot of times, too, you have to look at certain aspects because, like, not everyone's perfect, so you can't look at them as a whole, but just the parts about them that you inspire to be like. Okay, anybody else? Uh, I think they can be as much as they also maybe shouldn't be role models and <laughs> like Isaac and Devin said um you have to look at different aspects of them because some I don't know like they they can be role models but also at the same time certain things they do or say may not be the best example for kids that's a good point do you think kids can young people can they distinguish the difference I think kids are, for the most part, smart enough to recognize, like, um, good from bad and know what's wrong. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. Fair enough. Emily, your thoughts? I think as you get older, it's easier to distinguish what's good and what's bad and if you should look up to a celebrity as a role model and if you shouldn't. 
So like as you get older, I feel like that's kind of easier to distinguish. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're speaking to four local teens about some of the biggest issues teenagers face today, their thoughts, their insights, and their own words. We're speaking to Isaac, Emily, Devin, and Anna Maria. For more information, you can go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. So do you guys, do you consider yourself a leader or a role model yourself? I honestly think. I'll answer, answer it depends on who you look at for like I think of myself sometimes as an example for like my younger siblings if that is by that I mean so, certain things I do I can see them looking up to me as what if he does it this way I can do it the same way for something else okay anybody else do you- I kind of feel like when I was back when I was a senior like a little bit there's just like a natural like Everyone's still kind of looking up to you, the head of the school, but now that I'm gone, it's not as much. Okay. Emily? I think, I feel like a, or like a role model when like for my little siblings, because I feel like I'm the oldest, and so I feel like there's like, you have to set a good example for them, and so like, I try to do that as much as I can. Okay. Uh, I agree with what they're saying. I kind of have to be like a role model for my younger siblings, whether I like it or not. They're going to sort of follow what I do and say. So I have to set a good example for them. So for everyone outside of Isaac, because we know Isaac is the youngest, but the other three of you guys, you are big brothers and big sisters. Does that then add this layer of pressure to be a good role model for your younger brothers or younger sisters? Sometimes. It's like... (laughs) Sometimes, like, you're supposed, like, you feel like you have to do it, like, perfectly so that they'll see that, like, you are, like, this good person and they can try to, because you want all of them to grow up and be good people. So you try to set a good example. And sometimes that's difficult. Uh, I would say yes, because if they start doing something bad that I do all the time, then I get in trouble for it because <laughs> I show them how to do it. So. Love it. Yeah. I, I agree with both. What both of them have said. Um, it's added pressure onto you because, again, Maria said, if they do something wrong that they've seen you do, you'll get in trouble. <laughs> and at the same time, you just you can only do so much. You can't control other people's actions. You have to just set the right example and hope they'll follow along right behind you. Okay, good. Okay, good. So what do you guys do for fun? What do teenagers do for fun? I don't have a teenager yet. My my oldest son is 12, so I don't know what I'm going to have to look forward to or be afraid of or be fearful of. But what do you guys do for fun? What's fun for you? Uh, I like going to Kings Island. Okay, Anna Maria, she likes yes. going to Kings Island. Anything else? Um. Eating ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in agreement. I love both of those two things. Um, Devin. You know, I just either I'm playing video games or hanging out with friends. That's really it for real. Okay. Emily. I like to spend time with my friends. It's like we go, sometimes we'll go get, like like during the summer we can go get lunch because we don't have school. And so we do that a lot. And I just like to enjoy their company. <laughs> All right. Isaac, what about you? Yeah, I like hanging out with my friends. You know, when I'm alone, I like listening to music, like playing my guitar. Okay, good. Anybody like to read? No. Okay. Not anymore. <laughs> I like to read. Okay, it depends so. on what it is. 
So the boys say no, the gentlemen say no, the girls say yes, right? To reading, and maybe that's how it really goes, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Emily, what do you like to read? Um, well, right now for school over the summer we had to read some books, and so right now I'm reading 1984, and I re- I liked the science fiction aspect of that. Okay, I is that it was about int- the pig and? No, that's Animal Farm. <laughs> that's Animal Farm, but it's based in 1984 or something like that. Okay. But is that by the same author? Yeah. Okay, it's by the same author. Okay. Anna Maria, what do you like to read? Um, Mystery novels. I used to love Nancy Drew when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> Stuff like that, yeah. Okay. Interesting question, just for my own knowledge. Do you teenagers, do you guys still watch TV? Is that cool? Do you watch TV? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Not as much as I did as a kid. I don't but... really have time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like Netflix and stuff, too. Okay. Just still TV shows. Okay, so what shows do you guys like? What shows do you watch? The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> My wife loves that show. She's addicted to that show. Uh, although she did get mad this season when they killed off someone and it was yeah, very brutal. Yeah, I, yeah. she it yeah, just hurt. I'm upset. Yeah, yeah, she was really upset. I'm like, babe, it's just TV. But okay. <laughs> no, it's just deeper. It's deeper. <laughs> Devin says it's deeper. Um, Anna Maria, what do you like to watch on TV? On TV, um. I like to watch Jane the Virgin. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I like to watch The Middle. Oh, uh, that's one of my favorites. I I watch that on every network that I can find it on. It's because it's on the Hallmark Channel. Then it's on Channel 19 at 11. So I watch it as much as I can. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're talking to four local teens. We're talking to Isaac, Emily, Devin, and Anna Maria. We're just getting their outlook on what it's like to be a teen today. For more information, you can visit our Facebook page or to join the conversation, go to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Now, do you guys think that the media, does the media have a big impact on what teenagers think about themselves in terms of, you know, their weight, their clothing, their appearance. Um, do you guys think the media has an impact there? I don't think it's like a direct, but I think it's really subconscious. Like, I think it's just kind of like it's always out there. So, like, you don't think it's from the media, but just like internally, you just think that's what's good. Give me an example. I don't know. Like, I remember I was looking at like some of the kids shows like on Nickelodeon stuff. And I was just like, like all the cast members are like really attractive. Like even the ones that are supposed to be like the geeky characters are all really attractive. <laughs> and I think that's just kind of like, like it's not realistic. Okay. Very smart. Uh, anyone else? I, I agree with what Isaac said. It's just subtle things that we don't think at the moment that they'll that play into how we think about ourselves until I mean, we don't even notice it's super subtle. I think that's how they slip it in there. Okay. Anna Maria. Yeah, definitely. Living in the social media age, um, maybe we don't realize it, but seeing all these models and like Photoshop pictures of people, it affects um, young kids, especially like how they view themselves, how they think they should look like. Okay, and Emily, your thoughts? Yeah, it's just kind of like a constant stream of like getting all these like images of what you're supposed to look like and just like that constant stream of it. It's just it like makes its way into your mind. And like I feel like it's it's a lot easier for like younger people to get um, to have those images in their head. Okay, so do you think that some teenagers, you know, they really pull into that? 
especially when Anna Maria, you talk about body image and um, Isaac touched on it. You see the perfect guy on TV or the perfect girl on TV as a teenager. Then you kind of like aspire to be like that or that's the way you're supposed to look. Does that add a level of pressure for young people? I think it does because like if you're supposed to, if you see someone on TV who like everyone is like who to, who like they like and then you were like oh well I want people to like me so I'm gonna try to be like that person so I think that's kind of people look up to the wrong part of those people on TV anybody else yeah I, I agree with that I see how yeah like Emily said how people see people on TV or on, on social media and think you have to be like this person. They, uh, Everyone likes this person. Everyone knows this person. I want to be just like them. I see how people put that into their head. And like Anna Maria said, it's in the age of social media. So if anything, it's getting people see it more than ever now. All right. Again, in case you're just tuning in, we're talking to young people about what it's like to be a teenager today. We're speaking to Anna Maria, Devin, Emily, and Isaac. Now, let's talk about your parents. All right. Let's put you guys on the spot. Let's talk about mom and dad. Um, first of all, let's talk about are your parents, are they easy to talk to? Yes. Okay, Devin says yes. Tell me why. Because I feel like they're easy to talk to because they listen. That's the one thing my parents do. They listen. When I'm talking to them, either they might not like what I'm saying or they might disagree completely, but they take the time to at least listen to what I have to say, and I appreciate that about them. Okay. Um, Anna Maria. Um, I would say sometimes, but not not always. Okay. Sometimes, not always. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about the not always part. If it's topics that we just really disagree on, it's kind of hard to get them to at least see the way that I see it or um, or understand that they're kind of just... Their opinions are, like, set in stone, and they just won't budge. Emily, are your parents, are they easy to talk to? For the most part, I would say so. (laughs) For the most part. (laughs) And you're just going to leave it at that. (laughs) Okay, I respect that. I respect that. Um, Isaac. Yeah, I'd say mostly. I think there's some issues where it's just, like, you can only talk to someone who's your age because they're the only one that, like, understands. Because, I mean, I understand that they were my age once, but they weren't my age in 2017. Mm, that makes, wow. Look that, at that. that makes perfect. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> okay, good. All right. So what, you, what you're saying is times have changed. Things are different. Mm-hmm. And just because when back in the Stone Age, when mom and dad, <laughs> you know, it doesn't kind of fit today, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, so what are your parents, what do they get on you about the most, lecture you the most about, or think it's so important for you to understand or ride you the most about let's take this one on <laughs> <laughs> um i said arguing with my siblings devin says arguing with siblings anybody else studying especially when i was in high school like i wasn't interested in a lot of stuff so it was harder for me to pay attention i'd get in trouble for that because grades would slip and stuff okay. isaac says studying emily my parents got on me about being safe when i drive <laughs> Okay. They're always asking. They're always like, "Text me when you get there." And then sometimes, if I forget, my mom will call me, and she'll be like, "I thought you were like dead on the side of the road or something." (laughs) 
See how us parents think? <laughs> we just go there, right? All right, Anna Maria. Um, I'd say school, regardless if I'm doing good or well, for the most part, I, I'm good in school. I'd say, but they still they push me a lot to like do my best. So when you say push, is that a lot of pressure or uh, motivation? Motivation. All right. <laughs> we'll take a, the positive spin on it. All right. Do you think your parents, do your parents have realistic expectations for you? Yes. Devin says yes. Why, Devin? Because the things they ask me or see me doing are impossible. I see what they mean when they're telling me, oh, I see you doing this in the future. I see you doing that. Not saying I'm going to do exactly like they wanted, but it's not impossible goals. Okay. Emily, do your parents have realistic expectations of you? I mean... I think so. Like, they expect me to do my best in school, and they expect me to be a good example for my little siblings. And, I mean, that's, like, the most—I mean, they don't really—they try not to put too much, like, pressure on me for that part. But, I mean, I expect that of myself, like, to do well in school and to be, like, a good person. And so I think we have some of the same expectations for myself. Yeah, I think generally they just expect me to try, like, not just give up. So I think that's pretty reasonable. Okay, thanks, Isaac. Anna Maria? I'd say they're pretty realistic. It's just, you know, the usual, like, stay in school, um, don't break the law. (laughs) (laughs) And just be a good example for everyone around you. All right, that works for me as a parent. That, That sounds very realistic. All right, now, what is it? Give us some insight. What is it that you want most from your parents? Isaac. I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously, like, shelter and protection and, like, someone to guide me throughout my life. But I feel like at this point I'm kind of getting ready to move on and just become a real person. Okay. So you want more guidance? Yeah, or kind of more freedom now. But I appreciated the guidance as I was younger. All right, Devin, what is it that you want most from your parents? I have to agree with um, Isaac um, with the guidance and freedom and starting to apply to colleges, starting to think about what I'm, what's next in life. I know I'm going to college. I'm just understanding, taking a huge step from living with my parents to about to be living on my own, taking care of myself. Just more of that aspect of not them pushing me away, but them like leading me to um the next the road ahead next part of my life all right emily what is it that you want most from your parents i think what i want most from my parents is for them to be more understanding of sometimes of why i do what i do like if i'm like working on a project and i don't do like a certain part of it or whatever like just as an example like i could like, sometimes they'll get up there like, why didn't you finish this last night when it's due tomorrow? But I have, like, if I have a study hall, like, the next morning, like, I can finish it in the study hall so I can sleep the night before. So sometimes it's, like, them just understanding that I have reasons for my actions. <laughs> All right. So they have to trust you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's hard for us parents. All right. Go ahead. I would say I just want them to help me transition into... Uh, I don't know, being like a young adult and paying bills and like how to do taxes and stuff because they don't teach us that in school. 
Okay, so you want your parents to teach you how to do taxes? Yes. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, that's what you want. All right, let's talk about the impact social media is having on young people today. And I think, you know, collectively when I talk to other parents or other adults, they seem to think that teenagers today or young people in general spend too much time on a screen, in front of a screen, whether it's TV, computer, or a smartphone. Do you guys spend way too much time in front of a screen? What's your perspective? Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, everybody, I'm surprised you all say yes. Okay, elaborate. Somebody elaborate. Um, I think that, like, you know you shouldn't spend all this time on your phone, but, like, (laughs) if you just keep, like, clicking... And, like, going deeper and deeper into, like, someone's, like, Instagram account. Like, it's hard to stop because you're just, like, you're just interested at the moment on what this person is doing with their life. Um, I think within our lifetime, like, uh, growing up, technology has changed so much. Like, now we have iPhones and stuff. Just things that didn't exist before. And everywhere you look, there's, like, iPads or there's a new TV or just... All this, all these gadgets, and you just, you can't help it. <laughs> okay. So. You can't help it. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Anna Marie. Um, Devin. I agree with Anna Marie. It's just they're all over the place nowadays. Um, I wouldn't say everybody has uh, different screens, but for the most part, there's people, a lot of people have a lot of different devices. It's kind of hard to not be in front of one nowadays. And like she said, technology has evolved so much in our lifetimes this technology is on a whole different level nowadays so i'm curious to know have cell phones always been around in your lifetime do you remember a time when there were not cell phones isaac i mean i didn't get a cell phone until i was in eighth grade i think so like that wasn't really a big part of my life but i mean i remember using the landlines and like calling my friends the landlines i remember watching vhs tapes and stuff like that i had a portable cd player Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're old school, more old school than what I thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, Isaac, I didn't ask you, um, do you think young people spend too much time in front of a, a screen, computer, smartphone, or whatever? I mean, yeah, to an extent. But I also think some of it's just like we're growing up in this technology. I think there are other stuff like back in the 70s, kids maybe listen to music too much. And I think like people look at it differently. Like now they don't see music as much of a bad thing to spend your past with, but video games are, like, considered worse to sit around and do all day. I agree with that. Like, I bet in 20, 30 years we won't look at video games the same way they look at video games. I mean, music, like you said. So do all of you have a Facebook page or an Instagram account or a Snapchat account? I have Snapchat, but I don't really have anything else. I kind of, I did Facebook, and then it got tiring, and I didn't feel like dealing with it anymore, so... (laughs) Um, I have all of them. I have a Snapchat, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Um, okay. And yeah. Okay, Devin and, and uh, mm-hmm. Emily, what do you guys? Yes, I really just have Snapchat and Instagram. That's really it. I have like a Twitter and an Instagram and a Facebook, but I don't have a Snapchat. Okay. So, what's the latest, the coolest um, social media app now that young people are using? Is Facebook? Is that kind of for old people or what? Help me out. Um, Everything's changing. Like yes, yes. We don't even know ourselves. I don't think, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Facebook at my school is really popular, but I know, um, like different most schools, they have their own thing that everyone uses. It just depends. 
And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're speaking to local teens about some of the biggest issues teenagers face today. Their thoughts, their insights, and their own words. We're speaking to Devin, Emily, Isaac, and Anna Maria. For more information on the show or to join the conversation this morning, simply go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Now, I recently had a guest on the show, and she said that social media for teens is like a highlight reel. You only see the positives. You never see any of the negatives. In your opinion, how accurate is that? Not true. I I think we see the negatives as much as positives on social media. It's not just all filtered to only see positive, no matter how much you try. Other thoughts? Uh, I don't think it's true that you only see the positives. Because I know there's several celebrities who try to post about, um, like, mental health conditions, like, about their depression or their anxiety, and they show pictures of, like, them having, like, panic attacks or breakdowns to show people that not their whole life, like, it's not all glamour, so. Emily? I mean, I definitely think that it's not all positive. Like, I know for me, like, personally, I follow, like, a lot of, like, news accounts because I like to keep up to date with stuff that's happening. And so, like, I follow, like, ABC News and stuff. And, like, there's always, like, stuff about, like, terrorist attacks or whatever. And so I see that on, like, my Twitter feed sometimes. But what about among teenagers? I think that's the whole point is that I think a lot of times even – I wouldn't even say for teenagers, but I think uh, as adults, you go on Facebook and you see somebody's life and they're showing pictures of birthdays and pictures of this. And it just seems like their their life is so happy and so positive. Little Miss Sunshine or Mr. Little Mr. Sunshine, that everything is always positive in your life. I think that's the point among teenagers. You guys don't see that. You see both sides or you just see the positives or what do you see? When it, oh, sorry. <laughs> when it comes down to like personal people i'd say it's definitely like no one posts like i'm having a bad day i guess some people do occasionally but generally it's like positive stuff but i mean at the same time like people on the internet are like the meanest people ever because like that <laughs> that disconnection right not to be face to face that's where you get just some of the most oh disgusting comments and yeah. stuff so since we're talking about social media um i know one of the big things that we're seeing now is that there's a lot of bullying going on in social media. Um, have you been a victim? Has a friend of yours, any peers, been a victim of online bullying? And is that something that you guys are seeing more of, less of, or what are you guys seeing in terms of um, bullying online? And Isaac kind of touched on it. He, t- he talked about it's a place where you hear some of the, the nastiest comments. So what are, your, what are you guys seeing as teenagers and among your peers? Just crazy people doing crazy things because they're not as scared because it's not as face-to-face to people. And I, they, I honestly believe it would be totally different if they were face-to-face to that person. They wouldn't say half the things they were saying online because it's just face-to-screen and you don't really see the person. Probably will never see that person unless you know them personally. So do you know of someone that's been bullied online? Sure, I do. I don't think people like to talk about it and say, oh, this happened to me as much as anything else going on like you said people like actually Isaac said they don't like to put I had a bad day for certain things they might do occasionally but they don't say it all the time they're having a bad day because um, it's just everyone I wouldn't say everyone focuses on the positive but they want to throw positivity out there anybody else 
So no one knows of anyone that's been bullied online or you can just give me a yes or no answer. Do you know of someone that's been bullied online, Emily? I mean, I know of people who have like posted things on like they have like a separate Instagram account. I know of people who have like posted things about other people on that like separate Instagram account. And so like I've seen like some of it happen like they just talk about another person behind their back online. Anna Maria. I would say not personally. No, I don't know anyone, like none of my friends or anything that have gotten bullied online. But strangely enough, there's a problem at my school with people somehow anonymously texting other people in my class and sending them really horrible messages about their appearance or social status or money. I don't know. But that's a that's been a problem at my school. Okay. Isaac, yeah. do you know of anyone that's been bullied online not necessarily personally but i feel like everyone's kind of seen those comments and stuff but i think especially now it's been around for a while people are better about just kind of being like okay cool like it doesn't affect people as much anymore okay so is there anything that we can do as a society or anything that teenagers can do what can we do to curb this online bullying any solutions guys honestly i don't know if it'll ever go away i feel like Regardless, people are just going to find ways to be mean to each other just because it's human nature. Mm, they just like causing conflict and problems for other people. Right? I would say try to raise your kids to um, accept and love other people as much as you can. Because most of the time it's just the way that those kids were raised. So they just raise or like taught with the people they hang out with and stuff. Like, oh, it's... It's good to make fun of other people or leave horrible comments on their page. Okay. Emily. I think sometimes people who are, like, doing the bullying online don't understand that, like, what is put online is permanent. And so I think people don't realize that. And so they feel like they can just say whatever. But I think if we start to tell people, like, hey, this is, like, there forever, even if you, like, try to delete it, it's still, like, in the whole internet like the world wide web it's still out there like i think people need to realize that it's permanent and that it'll never go away and so i think if we teach people that then maybe it'll stop a little bit (laughs) good answer good answer all right and again in case you're just tuning in we're speaking to a panel of four teenagers about what young people face today now let's talk about this now teen suicide is on the rise do you guys know of anyone who has considered teen suicide or friends peers, schoolmates, anything like that? And you don't have to be specific, but just you have. Devin, tell me about it. A person I know, they were really struggling with thoughts of suicide and different things. And honestly, they were talking to me about it. I was honestly scared for that person too because this person was really close to me. And they eventually didn't commit suicide, thankfully. It was just a scary encounter because it's life or death literally so i i didn't know how to help that person but they said i did i'm glad i did i just didn't know how i did or what i said to make them change their mind about committing suicide okay until you did talk to them yes do you remember what you said i was just ensuring them that whatever's going on is not permanent it's going to get better. It does, a lot of the problems nowadays, people think it's not going to get better. I'm in 
that too. Sometimes I think things aren't going to get better, but I just got to remind myself, if this is the lowest point, the only place you can go is up. It's going to get better. All right. Anyone else um, had any friends, peers, anyone that they know consider suicide or that you know of? I had a close friend that went to my school, and he committed suicide just this past year. And he, like, it wasn't anything from, like, bullying or stuff like that. It was just, like, he had a lot of anxiety and depression issues, and he took a lot of medicine and stuff for it. And I think he finally just, like, I don't know, he, like, switched medicines, like, right before. So I don't know if that had some sort of effect or something on it. Okay. Um, no one I'm really close friends with, but I do know there's a girl who really struggled with self-harm. But when she got to my school, because she transferred from a different high school, she kind of, she got better, and you know she's a lot happier now. But I did know that she struggled with um, thoughts of suicide and self-harm. All right. Thanks, Anna Maria. Um, Emily? Um, yeah, I definitely. Some I know people who have struggled with that, and I know people who... I feel like we've been exposed to it a lot more recently. Like, I know there is a guy at a lo- at another boy's high school that's close to my school who committed suicide, and that kind of had, like, that was just kind of a shock. And so my school was just very, like, what just happened. And then, but I know there are some girls at my school because I go to an all-girls school, and so I know that there are some girls who struggle with that. And we have, like, a club at our school that's designed to help combat that. It's called the Fearless Initiative. And so they meet, and they talk about what's going on, and they talk about ways to deal with that. And again, in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're speaking to four local teens about some of the biggest issues teenagers face today. We're talking to Isaac, Devin, Emily and Anna Maria. For more information on the show or to join the conversation, visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Coming up next, our teenagers, they talk about sex. That's coming up next as Sunday Morning Magazine continues. Stay with us. More to come. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. This morning, we're speaking to four teens about what it's like to be a teenager today. Earlier, our teens weighed in on their role models, what they really want from their parents, and the impact social media is having on teens today. For anything that you may have missed this morning or to join the conversation, or if you would like to weigh in yourself, visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. In the studio with us now is Isaac. Isaac is looking forward to his freshman year in college in the next few weeks. Emily, Devin, and Anna Maria will be high school seniors this coming year. They have joined us right here in the studio. Now, someone recently told me that by high school, just about every teen has either sent or received a compromising picture of a peer. Do you think that's true? What do you mean by compromising? Oh, you know what I mean by compromising. <laughs> um, let's just say unclothed, naked pictures. Let's just put it out there. Not that, I, 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 I mean, first of all, let's, let's do this. Um, 
I don't want to put anybody on the spot, so I don't I don't want to do that. <laughs> but can you believe that figure? Does that sound that how true is that? Do you guys agree with that? By the time uh, you get to high school, some you have the I hear from a, a lot of people at school saying different stuff like that, so I can see how that can be possibly true. Um I wouldn't, I wouldn't say about everybody though. Yeah. Okay, Isaac. I wouldn't say everybody in high school. I mean I feel like high school is definitely the time for like the most of it just because it's like we're all growing we're all kind of at that age where everything's starting to happen but i wouldn't say it's everyone okay emily um i mean i've never known anyone who's received i mean i feel like with like snapchat it's easier to send pictures like that because it's a picture but then it like goes away and so i personally have never gotten one because i don't have a snapchat but I feel like there are definitely people at my school who have received that. Anna Maria. Um, I would say not everybody, but a lot of people. Um, at my school, it was mostly that someone tried to start a school Snapchat account. And it kind of it didn't it didn't work. And people would send in pictures of like their ex or someone they really didn't like, and just post it for everyone to see. Yeah, it happened a lot. Yeah. Happened in my school also. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this now. Um, since we're talking on this subject, this subject matter, um, teen pregnancy. How common is it for you guys to see a pregnant girl in school? Very. Yeah. De- Devin says very. Um, not at all. <laughs> not at all for not Anna all. Maria. I mean, I go to an all guys school, so it's like literally impossible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good. I mean, there's always rumors, but I've never actually seen anyone at my school pregnant. Okay. Let's talk about this. Maybe not at your school. Maybe you just see a teenager, um, teen girl pregnant. What are your thoughts? Mm, to me, I think about the positive that a teen has stepped up to the role and not. Okay, they stepped up. I, yeah, I get what you I see what you're saying. The responsibility. I okay. Because it takes a. Takes a Anybody can have a kid, but it takes uh, someone, who, a mature person, to grow up and accept it and raise that child. Okay. Uh, Anna Maria, um, what are your thoughts? Well, I'd say most of the time, you know, it was probably unplanned. Um, so I think I think it's really good that most of them, whether they, they decide to keep um, their kid or not, or like, and the pregnancy, I think it's cool that they're mature enough to make a decision on it and not just sort of, you know, like have the baby and then like literally throw it out on the street because there are people that do that. Okay. Isaac. I kind of think it's like rough because, I mean, if I had a kid at 18, that's like I feel like your life kind of stops right there. Like you have to start taking care of the kid to think about getting a job and a career and everything. It's like no more time to like dream what you want to do okay emily i mean like if i see a girl like my age who's pregnant with a kid i mean i think it's like like they have to be mature enough to take care of that other because there's another person inside of them so they're like responsible for two people now and so i think you know even even if it was like unplanned or something like it's a positive thing that they're taking that responsibility and even if like they don't keep it that they're taking responsibility for it and helping to 
bring that child safely into the world. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, all morning long, we're talking to a panel of four teenagers. We're talking to Anna Maria. We're talking to Isaac, Emily, and Devin. They're here this morning to talk about some of the biggest issues that young people face. If you would like to join the conversation or for more information, visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. So let's go here. Um, Recently, I did a show on marriage, and um, I had a couple on who were unmarried, but decided to have children. Um, Then I had the opportunity to talk to young, other young people, um, teenagers, and I just wanted to get their perspective and I'm interested in um, getting yours. What are your thoughts on having babies, not being married and things like that? We're not making judgment calls or anything (laughs) like we're not judging people, but just what, what's your, what's your take? What's your spin? How do you feel? You know, it's a good thing, bad thing. What are your thoughts? I mean, they're raising, the their children or child, I think that's the only thing I would be concerned with. I don't think you need a piece of paper saying you're married or saying that I can call the mom or dad or anything. Is if you're raising your child, I feel like that's the most important part to that setting. All right, that's Devin. Um, who's who's uh, next? I completely agree with what Devin says. The most important thing is if you're taking care of your kid and not just you know um, putting them in foster care or. Okay, so as long as they're taking care of their child, Isaac. No, I agree. I think, like, as long as they're taking that responsibility, raising the kids, you don't need the law to say you're allowed to live together. Like, Okay. Emily? I mean, yeah, like, as long as you're able to be a good mom and a good dad and, like, the situation that you're in, like, I think that's the most important part of raising. It shouldn't matter if you're married or not. As long as you're a good mom and a good dad, a piece of paper shouldn't determine that wow look at that i guess years ago that used to be a part of the american dream to get married um have a child the house with the picket fence but is that still the american is that the american dream for you guys is that something that you guys want for yourself or see for yourself or is that a bit antiquated i feel like the american dream is change it changes all the time and it depends on who you are and what you want in life american dream can be whatever you want it to be for example, if someone says, yeah, that's the American dream for me, get married, have a kid, a picket fence, like you said. But to me, it could be something completely different. Yeah, I think that's very true. Like, I think it's all just personal. Like, I don't want to get married until I'm at least 30. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to be old, Isaac? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> when you're old and 30. All right. All right. Um, what about you? What do you say, Anna Maria? Um, well, yeah, the American dream, it's different for every person like what you aspire to be in life so but for you personally is that part of your american dream Uh, the way you want your life to go you see yourself um falling in love getting married having children having the white picket fence is that part of what you see for yourself no not really (laughs) no okay all right elaborate why not um i just feel that that's antiquated yeah it's too it's just an old like view on life outdated yeah it's outdated okay emily you know i think for some people that's what they want in life they want to get married they want to settle down they want to have kids but i think like some of the roles in society that men and women play are different from when that was the dream so like women have like a bigger part like women hold more jobs than they did back than like earlier and so i think that 
so that's like different so like like for me I know I don't necessarily want to like get married right away out of college and I don't really want to you know have kids early and I don't really want to settle down that early so I think like the role that females play in like the family environment in that part has changed and that's caused the American dream I guess to change okay so you're like you're with Isaac so when you're old and 30 that's when you'll settle down. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Good, good. Again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to four local teens about what it means to be and what it's like to be a teen today. More information can be found on our Facebook page or you can join the conversation there as well. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now and join the conversation there now as well. Now, teens, um, fill in the blank for me here. I'll give you a statement. You guys fill it in the best way you can. Here we go. Just thinking about blank totally stresses me out. School. Emily says school. Devin. School. ACT. <laughs> All right, Isaac. Growing up, life. All right, good. Devin and Emily, you said school. Why? A lot of pressure to do well there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Especially now we're seniors. It's just... Finishing out, looking at colleges that are looking at us now, trying to get us or trying to go to certain ones. Okay. Figure out what's next in our life. Okay. And so you basically, Anna Maria, you're on the same page because school yeah. and the ACT. Yeah. So have you taken it yet? How many of you guys have taken the ACT? I know Isaac has. No, He's going to take it. Yeah. So you guys have. have taken, yeah. Are you got? You going to take it again? Yeah. Retakes. Yeah. I I think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so everybody's going to take it again. All right. Fill in the blank here. Teens that do blank give other teens a bad rap. Emily. Drugs. Drugs. All right. All right, Devin. Teens that do blank give other teens a bad rap. Drugs. <laughs> okay, drugs. All right. It's the most popular one. Illegal acts? <laughs> I don't know. All illegal acts? Uh, certain like, ones? Like vandalism. Okay, vandalism. All right. Isaac, teens that do blank give other teens a bad rap. Act really arrogant. Okay, act really arrogant. All right. I cannot live without my blank. Isaac. Phone. Phone. Emily, I cannot live without my blank. Friends. All right. Devin. I say family. Family. All right. Anna Maria. Uh, I'd say friends, too. Friends, all right. All right, fill in the blank here. Many of my peers today struggle the most with blank. Anna Maria. Um, body image, I'd say. Body image, all right. Devin, many of my peers struggle the most with blank. Mm, doing the right thing, I'd say. Okay, Isaac, fill in the blank. Many of my peers struggle the most with blank. Uh, I guess just like kind of yeah, picking what's right and wrong, doing what they should be doing. Emily, um, I'd say self-respect. Okay, elaborate on that one. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people my age nowadays struggle with, you know, doing what's best for themselves, and like they do things that they shouldn't necessarily do that cause harm to their minds and their bodies and you know that's not 
necessarily the best thing to do when you're still growing. And in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to a panel of four teenagers about some of the biggest issues teens face today. We're speaking to Emily, Devin, Anna Maria, and Isaac. For more information or to join the conversation, visit our Facebook page at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. We'll be back with more from our teens as Sunday Morning Magazine continues right after this. Stay with us. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us, we're over here! Justin, Justin, OMG, he just looked, I love you, Justin, I love you! When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash OH. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You cannot live a perfect day without doing something for someone who can never repay you. Legendary coach John Wooden said that. He didn't mean you had to move mountains, just hearts. Adopt-A-Class is a volunteer program that offers busy people an easy, flexible way to mentor some of the area's neediest children. Please contact Adopt-A-Class today at 513-244-8075 or online at aacfoundation.com. Who will you inspire today? Back to Sunday Morning Magazine. All morning long, we're talking to a panel of four teens about some of the biggest issues teens face today, their thoughts, their insights, and their own words. This morning, we're speaking to Isaac. Isaac will be a freshman in college. We're speaking to Emily, Devin, and Anna Maria as well. All three of them will be high school seniors this year. If you would like to join the conversation, visit us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Now, as we wrap up this morning, what is the biggest piece of advice you can offer to young people, other teens listening this morning? Devin. Um, to be honest, I think it first starts on how old or who you're talking to in a sense. Like if I'm talking to somebody who's 17 and going to, into their senior year like I am, I'd say just get through this last year. And if you're going to college, just do everything you can to make colleges look at you and say, I really want to give them scholarships or I really want to recruit them to my school. Okay, good. Isaac, what's the biggest piece of advice you can offer to teens today? Don't just believe something because someone tells it to you. Think about like why you think that. Don't just like follow what everyone else says. Don't be a follower. I love that one. All right, Anna Maria, what's the biggest piece of advice you can offer to teens today? Um, I would say don't doubt your purpose in life once you find what you were meant to do to help the world and the people around you. Stick to it and don't doubt that you 
can do it. Okay, so have you found your purpose? Um, no. Okay. I'm still looking for it. <laughs> okay, and that's fine. That's fine. Emily, what's the biggest piece of advice you can offer to teens today? Not everything is permanent. And it's like, if you're not doing so great right now, it will get better. And like, even if like when you're stre- if you're like stressing about college, like it'll be over soon enough and you'll know where you're going and it'll all be fine. Okay. So as you guys enter the next chapter of your life, you know, Isaac, we know you're headed to college. Um, the other three, you're headed to your senior year. What are you most excited about? This new chapter in my life, going to, after this senior year, going to college and becoming an adult and living on my own. Okay. Anna Maria, what are you most excited about in this next chapter of your life as you think about um, your senior year in high school? Well, I only have one class at my high school and the rest are all college classes. So I'm excited to not have to be in that building for <laughs> eight hours. All right. Hey, that's honest. Emily. Um, I'm excited to be able to like do all of the like traditions at my school, like pep rallies and stuff for like the last time. Like I always have fun at like spirit events and stuff and like the last few of those. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. And Isaac, our big man over here who's headed off to college, what are you looking most forward to? What are you most excited about? Move out. (laughs) (laughs) Moving out. Why? I don't know. I'm ready to live on my own. I feel like I'm ready for the freedom and being able to just like schedule my own time and pick what I'm going to do and not have to like report back to home base every two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think you won't have to report back? That's cute. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. Thank you guys for taking time to talk to me this morning. Very enlightening. I really enjoyed everything you guys had to say. Uh, Much success in what you're doing in the future, college and senior years of high school. Thank you guys for talking to me this morning. Thank you. you. Well, there you have it. That's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, for more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Heather now, like us there now. Well, that's it for this edition of the show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday morning, man.